up, what's up, what's up, y'all? You tapped into the full disclosure show. I am Derek Lamont Williams, the first. We got Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dazzley, and the little lady, the house, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hey, 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 what's up, what's up? Y'all see Dick Dazzley be with us shortly. He's dealing with a family issue. You know what I mean? You know, we want to wish everybody the best. Sending positive vibe and energy that, you know what I'm saying? Families, friends, everybody out here going through what they're going through. There's a lot going on now with the coronavirus and everything. So you got to kiss your loved ones and make sure you tell them you love them. 2020 has had a lot of casualties. It has. A lot of casualties in 2020, man. So if you were, you know, I know it's cliche, but if you breathing, if he gave you another day, make sure y'all appreciate it, man, because it's wild out here. You know what I mean? We want to, it's still, it's still Scorpio season. Happy birthday to all the Scorpios out there with y'all poisonous tails. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to my son today who's flag football team one. Headed to the playoffs, you know. Uh, uh, please share, like, subscribe. You know the full disclosure YouTube channel, uh, the the group. Like, share the broadcast. If you rock with us, we appreciate the love. Yeah. Oh, I want to say congratulations to uh, little daddy. Yeah, congratulations, little daddy, for for advancing. Took me Tuesday. Uh, comedy, comedy, uh, competition. Y'all come out Tuesday. You know, your your man be hosting this Tuesday. Come on out, kick it with us. Have a great time. Shout out Jank Promoters. Everybody out there. Let's give me find this broadcast up real quick. There we go. Share. This broadcast to some of these groups. And, uh, yeah, man, so who we got in here? What's up? What's up, Miss, uh... Motown. Yeah, what's up, Mo? There you go. What's up, little daddy? What's up, K.Y.? What's up, Trezana Staples? Shout out to Miss Trezana Staples. Y'all check out her, uh, her YouTube channel. Uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, Post it in there, Mr. Zana. Y'all check her out, man. Stroke Survivor. Uh, uh, doing her thing. Always ta- always in with us. What's up? What's up, Big Tom? Tapped into the Full Disclosure Show, man. Big Dick Dazzler will be with us shortly. You know what I mean? So uh, without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and start the conversation with... Uh, Miss Lisa Burnett, y'all, what's good with it? What's up, my good? What's up? What's good? Yeah, so I want to talk about this uh, COVID nineteen vaccine. I don't know if you guys have heard, but they have gotten a, a vaccine and said that it will be here as as early as December. So. Um, the first people, of course, they're going to vaccinate are the healthcare workers, the folks that uh, are nurses, mm-hmm. the people who drive the ambulance, doctors. Those are the first people. No, I'm sorry. The uh, nursing home, people in the nursing home, then the doctors and the nurses, and then um, 
so on. So the last people that's going to get vaccinated is people like me and you. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no health issues. So, <laughs> I kind of, uh, me personally, I'm good. I, I'm not getting vaccinated. That's just my personal opinion. But I was reading up on this COVID-19 vaccination and reading up on what it is and what it consists of and everything because I'm not really a fan of vaccines, let alone a vaccine that they made so quickly. So, um, it's called the mRNA vaccine. And um, it's a novel type of vaccine and it's made from the messenger RNA. And that is known as the mRNA. And it just gives um, protection by preventing, preventing COVID among people who are vaccinated. So as long as I got a vaccine, vaccination, you got a vaccination, we good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what they say. And they say that it's 90, 94.5% effective. But when I was reading the article and reading up on it, it was just how they were, uh, the words that they were using to describe it. And I just didn't, it didn't make me feel comfortable. So what they were saying, how the vaccine work is that the vaccine trains or programs your immune system to recognize the disease. So when it does that, and it's like, um, unlike any other traditional vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, it has, um, rather than using viral protein that they inject in you, so when they when you get a flu vaccine or a vaccine for any other thing, they inject the protein of the virus in you. But this is different. So what it does is that it injects genetic, and this is what they said, genetic material in the muscle of your arm. And then the, the cells, the muscle cells translate them to make the protein, the viral protein directly in your body. So that's what makes it different. different. So instead of them injecting the protein in your body, they inject the material in your body that makes the protein. So that right there just makes me real uncomfortable because I don't know what they are injecting into my body and what they are mm-hmm. injecting is going to change my immune system. So it's programming your immune system to do whatever it is they say they needed to do. So these mRNA are messengers, little messengers, and they go wherever they're supposed to go. So the company Medora and Pfizer are the company that's producing this medicine, this miracle medicine. And the reason why they're able to uh, produce this medicine so fast is because the vaccine can jump through loopholes and hurdles in the the traditional developing of vaccines. It, It skips all that. And it just goes to just putting all this nano, nano proteins or whatever together and and here in December, people are going to be getting vaccinated, and I'm just uncomfortable with it myself. I digress. Well, uh, we got what's up? What's up, Tom? Tom? Where, where did it go? Uh, Mo Motown said, "Is that the National Rifle Association 
They just change the letters around, <laughs> basically. Basically. Well, uh, you know, we discussed, uh, you know, at well, the, the, uh, these vaccines before, just basic vaccines, and you know, you can't like public enemy say you can't trust it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. just can't trust it, especially when it comes to black folks in the medical and the hospitals and everything. You just can't trust it. You don't know what to trust. So of course, I mean, and you you hear a lot of people, and they ain't just black people. I hear a lot of white people. They they don't they don't want no parts of no vaccine. Like people don't want no parts of it. You know, we want this COVID shit to go away, but we don't want to take this that va- We don't want no parts of this vaccine. Because it's sad to say that we don't trust the powers that be. Mm-hmm. We don't trust that the... We, we know that the medical industry does not have our best interests in, in, in heart. We know that if there was a cure that didn't that was natural, they wouldn't tell us because it, didn't, it wouldn't make their money. We know that they want to peddle their cure and we have to pay for it. You know what I mean? We know they constantly, constantly, constantly... Uh, 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 you know, th- their bottom line. They look out for their bottom line, period, point blank. You know what I mean? Susanna Sable say, no vaccine for me, and I feel that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It, and, and at one, oh, yeah, this is uh, Susanna Staples, y'all. Uh, alternative Stroke Recovery Fund, SusannaStaples.com. Y'all make sure y'all go on there and check her out. But, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody trusts the medical, the uh, medical situation. Nobody trusts. You know, you know. We talk about how long you usually come up with a vaccine. You know, what we know they've been working on this vaccine longer than we knew about the COVID. You know now, what I mean? See, if you read some of these these articles that I was reading, they were throwing little contest clues where they were saying like, "Oh yeah, uh, we've had this." medicine since 2005 well we just yeah. found out about it so why would you know well, because it's, they've been had it right motown said i go with the queen they came out with a vaccine to pass nope not for me tom tom said they probably gonna try and enforce it well to a certain degree you best believe they yeah. to, to the most they can but the thing is you know if okay it's great you come out with a vaccine but for those who don't want to take it, like, why? I never understand why is that a problem. If you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, then you don't need to worry about me. Isn't that the whole point of being vaccinated? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But as the article was reading, they didn't say like if you were vaccinated and I wasn't, it would be a problem. They they specifically said in the article that it is 94.5 percent effective for. Me and you, as long as we're both vaccinated. But how good is it if it doesn't protect you against mm-hmm. people who's not vaccinated? You know what I'm saying? Because this is America, and we have our rights. You know what I'm saying? Right. You best believe there are going to be some Americans that's going to protest and yell about their rights not to be vaccinated. Well, my, my, what's up, son? What's up, my, my son said, I wonder what's going to happen when they mandate vaccines in the medical industry. And me and others like me will lose their job because we won't take it. And that's what I said. I'm glad that I'm no longer in the medical field because they would have fired me because I'm not getting this vaccine. And that's where that's where the mandates were going to come mm-hmm. in at. They're going to be medical institutions and places going to mandate for their employees. 
Now, I know we, we talked about this before. The law right now doesn't allow them to mandate it for everyone. But you're right. If you're in the medical field, you're probably going to have to, private companies are going to, they're going to, they're going to require you to get this vaccine. Now, what this vaccine, I want to do, with this vaccine supposedly is different from most, most vaccines is they're not injecting you with the disease itself or with the strain of COVID. It's the genetic coding or something. It's, the, it's not the... It's the messengers that they inject you with, and the messengers are the... They're called messengers RNA. And they what they do is they encode the viral protein. So I guess whatever the protein of is... COVID, it gives it, it puts it in your body, and then it tells your body how to fight it off, and it recognizes the disease as a threat and whatever, whatever. So basically, it's just like a program, you know what I'm saying? Like if you was to get a computer, and you wanted to add a game to the computer, you got to put the disc in there or whatever and put all the codes in there so it recognizes that game. Well, this is what these messengers do. It it tells your body that this is what COVID looks like and when it's here, attack it. But that's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it don't sound right. Well, Motown said, will it affect different blood types? I don't know if they know that. Yeah, you, know they don't, I mean? you don't know that, I don't but know I would imagine that. that it would. And Trezana Staples said, they attempt to enforce it by denying things such as employment, mm -hmm. medical care, and going into certain places. And you're right, that's how yeah. they'll, that's how they'll manipulate you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's a shame that we can't, that we're looking for the the the, uh, the car and, you know what I mean, that we can't trust the government to do right. Like, everybody's like, okay, how are they going to manipulate us? What what are they really trying to do? Like, we can't, we it's, it's a shame that it's like that, but it is what it is. I did share the article with one of the articles that I read in the group, and I really suggest, it's a good read. It was really informative to me. And, right. And some of the things I had to look up, I'm like, well, what the hell is this? And what the hell does that mean? And as I was reading it and putting it together, I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Y'all sound like y'all on some mm. bullshit. K-Wall said, what's up, K-Wall? It took years to get a vaccine for other pandemics, polio. Way too soon to be legit. And yeah. see, that's the thing. I mean, and that's the, that's the bottom line. You know what I mean? So... I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want no parts of of any medical attention that I don't need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Period. Mm -hmm. That whether it be vaccines, I don't want to go to the doctor unless I feel like I need to. I don't even, I don't want to deal. I don't, I don't want to. Even when they, when I do have something, I don't want to use their medication anyway. I would rather try to find uh, natural ways to deal with whatever ailment I may have. That's just how I feel about, it. and it's all of it. You know what I mean? It's regardless. Whatever it is, if, if oh, you need to take these pills. Well, you know, let me, let me look up something natural that I can take because I don't want y'all pills. I, I didn't don't. cure the many things from yeah. natural healing. And once I got to seeing how I could do it and seeing I was good at it, shoot, I don't be going to the doctors for nothing. I got to be damn near on my deathbed to go. Yeah, and when they do go and they prescribe these pills, I don't want to take y'all pills. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find my own, you know. And that's just how I feel. So I don't trust the medication. I don't trust the vaccines. You know, I don't trust doctors. 
You know, because as far as I'm concerned, we, you know, even with this whole COVID thing, you know, you, you see the distrust. Like, are the hospitals telling the truth about their numbers? Are they, are they, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's just, especially with black folks, we didn't been, you know, you know, we all know about the Tuskegee experiments. And if you don't know, you need to Google it. And you, you'll understand why, as black people, we don't trust the, the, the medical field to tell us what's really going on. Yeah. And part of, I feel like the more research you do, you know, the more you see, like, shit ain't right. So it, it make you not want to take their medicine, make you not want to go that route. And I know it did for me once I started doing my research on the pharmaceutical companies and the food and everything. It, it really did change my view on things and change the way I eat and change what I did. And other than that, I don't, I'm glad I'm not really a sickly person. So, yeah, take your elderberries, drink your alkaline water, exercise, wash your hands. I know they ain't the cure to everything. What's up, Miss Tanya? Y'all tapped in. Uh, Tom Tom said they probably, oh, you already, already hit that. Yes, indeed. Thank you, thank you. Y'all tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dasley, who will be joining us shortly. And Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house, we talking about the the uh, mRNA that COVID vaccine that's coming to a theater near us pretty soon. December. We'll be out by December. They're going to start injecting your grandmas and your grandpas and your STNAs and your nurses. Then they're going to go to your... Uh, Ambulance drivers, hospital workers, and so on. Yeah, it's coming. And when I was reading up on it, like, they was never promoting ways to do it in a natural way. Like, I had to literally type in natural ways to fight COVID in order for me to find information. It was always the same things. Your six feet, your mask, wash your hands, and then now they're adding about this vaccine. The vaccine is coming, so make sure you get your vaccine and as well as wear your mask. So if I get a vaccine, why do I still have to wear my mask? Well, yeah, that's the mask is probably here to stay. You know what I mean? For some we're going to be like China. You know what I mean? The pat, the master's probably here to stay. There's a lot of things. It's a new normal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that's going to be here to stay. Uh, Mo Motown said, well, you know me, little daddy, I don't do drugs anymore. <laughs> and that's what it is. You know, we have the, the, the street drugs and we have the pharmaceutical drugs. And the pharmaceutical stuff is worse. You know, the pharmaceutical stuff is more expensive. The pharmaceutical stuff is what gets you on the street drugs. You know, you have people who, when they can't get them pharmaceuticals, they go for the cheapest and best way to get a hold of it, and that's the, the street stuff. Uh, Derek said, what's plan B for the ones who refuse? If we lose our jobs and can't participate in society, what do we do? What's the plan for us? That's, a, that's an interesting question. What, what I mean, what is the... What is the recourse? You know what I mean? Is it just get out of the the health field? But but there are going to be other, you know, there are going to be other companies that are probably going to be like, you know what? You know, we, we want to make sure our 
especially like service industries. I think that that would be the time for you to start your own business in whatever, whatever they have, whatever you can do, you start your own business. That would be a good time to start investing in that because things is going to get difficult for, for, you, for us folks who don't get vaccinated. And you can say, well, how would they know? Well, I'm sure it's going to be some sort of protocol where they can check to see if you've been vaccinated. So, and there may, and there may be some people who ain't stressing about it, but I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it's a chance that I'm willing to take that with my livelihood. I mean, you know, we can see how, we can see what it do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can see what it do. We can... You know, I, when they when they vaccine y'all first wave, if y'all ain't slobbering and got knots on your head, well, maybe it's maybe it's all I good. I did leave this out. It's two doses you have to get, so it's not just one dose. It's two doses of this vaccine. So you, you have gotta to get, get it like one and then another one. Yeah, I think if I'm a not year mistaken, later or something like, like that. No, it's like one and then three weeks later you gotta go back and get another one, and then after that. I don't. I think you're supposed to be good. So I'm good. I don't. Mm-mm. K. Wall said Michael Jackson's warning us about the mask. What's this? Facebook groups get caught K. Wall's on on there, man. Had to get you back on. So you tapped into the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont. Where's the first? We got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley coming with us soon. We hope hope everything's all right. And Lisa, Lisa, the little lady in the house, Miss Tiny said, I'm not taking the shot. I don't care what they say. Mo Motai said, did you watch the Joker that I sent you? Explain it to them from that. The Joker that I sent. I don't know. I had to I, I just see what you were talking Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You tapped into the full disclosure show, man. Uh, it's just crazy. You know, it's... it's, it's is people we're in a between a rock and a hard place, like I said, it's the same that we can't trust the government, we can't trust the medical industry, we can't trust the people to have our best interests at heart. Derek said, I can see a lot of I can see the origin of zombie apocalypse being a vaccine, <laughs> and you know, that's, that's when, you, when, you, when you're dealing with something and, you, and you're using the word genetics. And you know what I mean, and you, and something's coming together, like you tested something, but you don't know what's going to be the effects a year after you get somebody the vaccine, yeah. two years after you get a vaccine. What happens if it does mutate in your body? And they're not able to do that because they're making right. it so quickly. You can't exactly. You can't see what it, if it sits in. You know what I mean? To, like like the Walking Dead. Once everybody has, everybody's infected. Like how? You know what I mean? Right. How did everybody get affected? So yeah, that's that definitely could be the way, because you see, like viruses, they 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 uh, they change, they morph, they evolve, and you know what I mean? Like you could take this vaccine, and it could evolve to something else a year after you take it, two years after you take it, and we all be looking crazy out in this piece. Walking around looking like the hunchback and no. For think? real, for real. <laughs> Sure. So yeah. So uh we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it going, man. Uh, you tapped in the full disclosure show, like I said, Dag Lamont was the first, and Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa Burnett, 
And I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and change the subject, man. Resident, Veronica Sword said Resident Evil. It was really a game and a movie. Hey, you, you hit it right on the head. That whole movie is, is taking place right now. As I, you know, and I used to play the video game. And you, so, <laughs> and, and with, with Rock Cool City and uh-huh. all that shit, yeah. I was, uh, this this movie I wanted to watch, and I just ran into it, and I, you know how you was looking up, when I was looking up this, and I was, I was all over the place, and I seen where this woman had made a comment about this vaccine. She's like, it reminds her of this movie called, uh, Green, Green Solvent. Mm-hmm. And I guess... Where the, where the world ran out of uh, food and everybody started acting crazy and everything. And I, I think I want to watch that movie to see how uh, <laughs> close yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is exactly. to what's been going on. Yeah. And there's a Netflix movie coming on right, yeah. called uh, COVID-23. So, yeah, everybody want to see that. To I scare, definitely want to scare, do. So we can scare the <laughs> shit out of ourselves even more. <laughs> As if we ain't scared enough. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I wanted to slide in, man. There's been a lot of talk about... Uh, I, I want, We talk about what's beef, right? What's beef? The great line Biggie say, beef is when your mom's ain't safe up in the street. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's beef? And there's been a lot of talk of the Jeezy, uh, Gucci versus. You know, which, like I said, I, I really didn't watch the verses. I've heard a lot about it. But I'm well aware of the, the few... That Gucci and 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 uh, and uh, Jeezy has over the years, you know, where where blood had been spilled, you know, they tried to kill uh, Gucci and Gucci ended up shooting one of Jeezy's guys, supposed uh, allegedly, and you know this whole thing has been going on for some time. So for them to come and and you know as two grown men that came together on on this stage, now my understanding they've been had squashed it, you know, between themselves, of course. Or they wouldn't have came out here like that. But for them to put the major differences aside to do something for the culture and to, and to squash their beef in front of everybody like grown men, you know, it seems like I see pro- people actually have problems with it. You know, you had the memes is like, oh, Gucci's dead homie watching this bullshit from, you know, it was the, the zombie memes and that, you know, something. The, the 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 thought process that some some things are beyond being squashed, you know. So that's kind of like where I want to pose. Like, how, how do y'all feel about you know what is real beef, and is what what things are beyond being squashed? Are they things that you know? And I'm talking about a two way beef, not the when some people have a beef with you and you don't even know about it. You know what I mean? But it's like, uh, uh how do we resolve these conflicts in our communities and in our families? You know, things that happen, some things minor, some stuff is very major. You know, where you're like, wow, you know, nah, I can't, I can't deal with you. Like, how do, how do we deal with that? And, and I, cause I think it's important. I think forgiveness is, I do believe in forgiveness. I think it's important. I, and I do think we need to squash, you know, it don't mean you got to deal with people. You know what I mean? It don't mean you got to deal with them every day, but to have all these resolved issues you know what I mean? I have I have family members. I have the same, you know, I have the same issue. You know, we have issues that, you know, you it seem to be easily resolved, but some reason we can't get it resolved. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, what do you do? How do you deal with it? I mean, I guess some beefs 
can't be resolved, you know, because it need, it has to be two people. It can't just be one person, you know what I'm saying, like with the whole Biggie and Pac beef. You know, Biggie wasn't really beefing with Pac. Like, you know, Pac was the one beefing. You know, but the but the it consume end up consuming them both. So that's how detrimental, how crazy that could be. So uh what do y'all think on let me see, we got uh Miss Tiny said they letting us know what's about to happen. Can't wait to see the movie. Yes indeed, yes indeed. So uh what's your take on that, Miss Burnett? I could definitely relate to what you were saying. Um about having beef with someone and you trying to figure out how to get past it or forgive or what have you. Because I'm in a situation right now where, you know, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm at a beef with a person, a close person. And I'm at the point now where it's no longer a beef to me. I kind of just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when people show you who they are, believe them. So when they behave in the way that they are, you can't be mad because that's who they are. You know? Mm -hmm. So the best, I feel the best that you can do in those types of situations is put yourself in a predicament where you have to feed that person with a long handle spoon or... Not at all. Oh, not at all. You know what I'm saying? And if that person can't say, yeah, for me personally, if the person can't say, yeah, I messed up, I'm sorry, this is why I did what I did, let's move past it. If you can't put, say, those words or in those languages, then I can't forgive you and I can't move on with you. So until you say that and recognize, especially when it's a serious beef, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm not sure of the severity of Gucci and... Um, well, they were shooting at each other. Yeah. It was blood in the streets. Right. Let me read this comment real quick and then hold that thought. Veronica Thorne says, Some people are so traumatized, traumatized, they don't even know they need to deal with it to heal it. The one holding on to the beef is stopping themselves from healing from the situation. Hey, facts, go ahead. FedEx. So, I don't know, yeah, I'm saying, but there was bloodshed. So, in my view, that's a pretty serious beef. And people lost their, people lost their lives. Now, just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean that you have to let them back in your space. You can forgive somebody and not allow them in your space, especially if that person is toxic. You don't need to allow them in your space. And... Sometimes I think that's the best way to deal with serious situations. If somebody's causing you physical harm, mental harm, they're dangerous or what have you, and they hurt you, you need to forgive them. And I didn't, I didn't really understand what it meant when people would say, oh, forgiveness is not for you. I mean, forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. And I'm like, that sounds so fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? As, as a youngster growing up. But now I have a better understanding because I have, have have experienced life and have experienced things. Well, now I understand that I do need to forgive that person for me. Because mm -hmm. I was in a space like that where I couldn't I couldn't heal and I was tearing shit up. Well, see, the, the, the on the flip side of that too now... You can is you can forgive somebody and you can be healing and still be in the beef. 
Yeah, you, <laughs> you can. Know what I'm saying? Because they ain't feeling it. That's not you know, yeah. and they ain't feeling it. Cause you at can all. say I'm sorry, but that person can right. say no. Or even if them, or they might be the ones that need to say they sorry. Like forgiveness is about forgiving people who ain't seeking forgiveness. Like you said, forgiveness is about you know what I mean. I you know, and you're right. Until I've been in a situation where anger, frustration, uh, uh, was eating me up. You know what I mean? It was eating me up. Like I, you know, I hated, you know, I, I, you know, I hated the person. I wanted, you know, I felt this animosity towards this person, and I, I didn't un- understand how that was affecting my body and how it was affecting me physically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you and you you learn, you know, you you have to get to a point where you can forgive somebody who may not even want forgiveness or might not even accept the fact that they've done anything. But the beef could still be there. And I think you hit, I want to hit something on the, it's about accountability. It, me personally, I, apology goes a long way. You know what I mean? I, I've done things in my life that I'm not proud of. I fucked up big time. You know what I mean? And so it, I can't hold a grudge when, if somebody sincerely apologize, say, you know, I was wrong. You know, I wasn't, you know, whoop de Hey, that's all it takes. For me, you know what I mean? And it don't matter what, now, depending on how grave the situation, it may take me longer to, like, okay, man, give I Give me don't a know. starting yeah. point. Yeah, but when you come to me and say, hey, man, you know, I, you know I'm you know, i sorry. I apologize. I was wrong. And then I could, I, you know, me, that's all I need. I can say, okay, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I'm good with that. I, you, you know, and then we can work. After that, we can start to work on the relationship. But yeah. the beef is squad. I think that's as far. Okay, now you didn't apologize, and now I'm going to accept your apology. Now the beef is squads. Now we can work on our relationship or whatever type of relationship we're going to have. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. See, when you say an um, apology that is a sincere an apology, the situation I had was we sitting there, we had a mediator, and the person's still like, no, no, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. You know, but we know you did. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, if you didn't do anything, there's no need for us to talk. So I get up, I get up to leave, and the mediator's like, no, no, no. Just tell her sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but now everybody's mad at me because I don't accept that apology. But I'm now I'm, that meant that situation. Yeah. Let me know that it is what That's it is. That's not sincerity, right? And it kind of, I kind of was a blessing and a curse at the same time because it did help me to move past the situation. And I and I do feel that 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 interaction helped me to move past the situation. Now I'm no longer like I don't have any hostility. I'm like you know whatever you do. I wish you luck. Good luck in all your Things you do and whatever, whatever, peace. I don't have time. I have more important things in life to focus my energy on mm-hmm. versus being up under your crazy ass. Well, we got Dick Dashley in the building. Oh, shit. Whatever you do, I wish you. We got Dick Dashley in the building. I don't think I can hear you. Can we hear you? You tapped into the full disclosure show. 
I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. I think we got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dosley coming in, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. And we're talking about uh, resolving conflict. Here, Veronica Thorne just chimed in and said, sometimes you have to accept that you won't get an apology, and at that point, your responsibility is to learn that it ain't for you and still be okay with yourself. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And sometimes, you know, one of the hardest things to do is to forgive yourself. You know, sometimes somebody else may have forgiven you, but, you know, depending on what it is you've done, it's to come to grips with what you've done. You know, us people who are empathetic and, and take responsibility for what we do. But the thing, and you're right, there's a lot of people who don't take responsibility for their actions. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always you. It's always somebody did this, excuse me, or somebody did that to me. And them are like the hardest people to to deal with because they won't just say, hey, you know, I did this and I'm sorry and I apologize. They want, you're not going to get it. And some people, you're just not going to get it. Right. Some people, you're just not going to get it. What's up, Tony Jeffries? Shoshana Stable said exactly. And sometimes, so that's when you, it's time for you to start figuring out how to deal with whatever it is. How do you need to deal with getting past the situation? Because you ain't going to get what you want. You ain't going to get what you need. It is what it is. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. But but again, shout out to shout out to Gucci and Jeezy for for showing you know and other hip hop uh, beefs. You know what I mean? That you see people have people, and you know these these things are serious. A lot of them are serious. You know, depending on how you know, and some of the things start from the smallest bullshit is reasons. You know what I mean? And you know, and these things just escalate because people's feelings and people's pride and people's emotions get deep, deep, get digged into it. And next thing you know, it done went five, ten years and don't even know why. Mm-hmm. Don't even anybody remember why it started. You know what I mean? You just know I don't fuck with that motherfucker over there. You know what I mean? And they don't fuck with me and that's it. You know what I mean? It's like they don't even, you don't even know what, it, what, what happened. And then if you ever been in a situation where you get with somebody and they tell you, well, you know, well, I thought you had, and you were like, no, nah, I didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it'd be brought on by other people. Like, man, I didn't think you liked me. Well, why didn't you think that? Well, because such and such said such and such, so I just didn't fuck with you. And it was like, well, I felt like you was acting funny, so you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you got next thing you know, people been beefing for five, ten years on BS. On, on nothing. Oh, so he say, she Yeah, say. exactly. Miss so, Tanya said, forgive yourself, facts. Forgive yourself, then you can forgive others. It took me a while to forgive some people, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, you have to, man. You have to. And, uh, you know, while we're trying to get Dick Dasty on the line... Just to share this with y'all, you know, personally, you know, it was, I had a thing with my mom's uh, boyfriend. You know, he, he was he was physically abusive to her. And 
So I, I hated the guy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? From what went down, he was not a guy that I, 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 I deal with. I despise him. I never knew. I never even say the word hate. Hate is not even in my vocabulary because I actually hated somebody. So, you know what I mean? So I think we, we always talk about, oh, I hate spaghetti. Nah, I don't like spaghetti or whatever. I don't like it. I don't say hate because I felt hate. And if you really hated somebody, you know what I'm talking about. You understand how that hate can consume you. You know what I mean? So you have to come to, you have to get to a point. You have to, you have to let that shit go. You have to. I know I did. That's when I realized what they mean about, you know, forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. They might not even know you forgive them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They might not even know it. And it might, you know, it might matter to them. It might not. Now, if he was on fire, I wouldn't piss on him. But I forgave him. You know what I mean? I forgave him and I had to forgive my mom. Yeah. You know, because it was a situation where I felt like she was putting us mm -hmm. in harm's way with the, uh, we, we was, she was putting us in harm's way. Mm -hmm. By her behavior, so I had to have forgiveness for her too. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess uh, Dick, I guess the audience can hear Rich, but we just can't. So Dick Dobbs, you want to go ahead and chime in on this? Uh, I'm sure you've been following. Discourse. You need to have people who don't agree with you in order for you to grow. 
If you went on, every time a singer went on stage and they could sing horribly, if everybody told them they're doing well, would they improve? Or a comedian for that matter. If every time you went on and everybody tell you, say, oh, you, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, you're not going to improve. So you need people that provide certain judgment or have different ideas from you. That's what makes the world go round. But we have to become better at dealing with conflict, conflict resolution. And you see, we, we can't even deal with that at the highest level. So just imagine those who are at different levels in life and may not be, um, may just be kind of forming who they are as a person. Uh, like I said, you got family members that's not talking to each other. They're 50, 60 years old because of something that somebody did at 10. You know, we <laughs> need to grow faster. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, I'm glad, as it relates to those two brothers, I'm glad, like, like Jeezy said, I'm sorry, like Gucci said, Jeezy extended the olive branch and he accepted it. Let's hope some healing comes. Let's hope some great music comes for that. But more importantly, let's hope those two factions come together because that's millions of dollars right there that could be working, that could be building something beautiful for our people. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, and the point, the great point where you said you have two people who are in two different places in their lives and you got people who... And, and it's wild because, you know, you got one person who will hold on to uh, something for 20 years. And you got another person who ain't thinking about the it. Point, the great point where you said, you know what I mean? And you got, I'm not even thinking about that shit that happened. And you got another person who, that's all they thought about. I can't believe he said that. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't even thinking about it. Like, and so it's like, so the point is with with a beef, like you know, it's different from from forgiveness. Because is a beef just being squashed means we both, you know, there has to be a, a, a understanding on both sides. We don't have to be cool. We don't have to be friends no more. We don't have to be. You know, it may never be like if some people who if there's some people who were close before, and and aren't close now. There's some people who never really knew each other. You know, I, I I don't know this person, but for some reason they don't like me. They got a problem with me. And they doing stuff to, you know what I mean? You know, it's all different types of, of things, but in order to squash it, yeah, it has to come from both ways. Because like you said, you could be forgiving somebody and living your life, and that person is still harboring these feelings. And they could see you, and then them is all on site. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they could do whatever, and you ain't even, you didn't, you know, you ain't thought about nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So it could be dangerous. So, be. you know, it is a, it is a good for, you know, these two brothers who had serious, serious conflict. You know what I mean? A serious, serious conflict to say, okay, we can put this behind us. You know what I mean? And hopefully a lot of people see that and take, you know, take note. Hey, Ronald Thor said a prime example of how people have arrested development. They can't grow because they may not know how. Or they know how and choose not to. Just stuck. And now that turn stuck on stupid company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of them was a lot of the ignorant comments were coming from social media. So it just it just saddens me that some people in real world and real life are still so negative that these men have moved past whatever beef and it was a serious beef that they were able to move past whatever it is. Why are y'all still talking about it? Why are you still acting the fool about it? 
and 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 shout out to Gucci Mane. I don't know him, of course, but he he you've seen that he has shown tremendous growth in his own self. You know he, but he's he has a long way to go for the you know some of the comments that he did make. Now, if y'all really a fan of Gucci Mane, you know you know this dude was 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 lightweight psychotic and some of the stuff that he was doing. Mm -hmm. Like the things that he was out there doing in the street, he was like, he went, he, he got locked up, then he got out and he like, dude, you, you a rapper, you making millions of dollars. And, and he has turned his, since this last stint in prison, he come out and you don't hear about Gucci in the streets like that. You know what I mean? So he has grown. But then you have people like, oh, I want the old Gucci back. Come on, man, for real? Why? <laughs> for real? You know what I mean? And so hopefully, he, you know, with Jeezy saying some of the things he said, that Gucci will even grow even more. But shout out to Gucci, man. Because like I said, if you knew Gucci back then, apparently the Gucci now is a whole different person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Gucci was a grimy dude. Like, you know, the fat Gucci. You know what I mean? He turned his life around, got himself together, and he's continuing to grow. So, you know, shout out to him, man. And hopefully he continues to move forward. Sell it again, Big Dog? Yeah, the clone. Yeah, the clone, Gucci. Hey, Rich, hey, Rich real quick before we move, uh, did you have anything to add about the the vaccine we talked about earlier? You know, I'm, I'm just in agreement with y'all. I'm not in the rush to take that vaccine. I saw where they said they at least want to get 20, 20 million people inoculated with it. Yep. And that should, that should help curb things around uh, up until about May. Uh, that's the case. That's cool for them twenty million people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna start off with the elderly folk, nursing home workers, then the uh, hospital ambulance worker, first line workers, and then um, on down to the line. Well, you know, I, I will say this though. I am, you know, sad that I can't see my mother. You know, I haven't hugged my mother in months, so I will be glad for that. I don't know how I feel about even her taking it. You know, I know a lot of older people take the flu shot, and I know she's taken that in the past, but, you know, it seems like when you take the flu shot, you get it, you know, because I guess they introduced the antibodies to you. But, um, you know, I don't know. Like you said, it's, it's what, what is it? Moderna has one, Pfizer has one, and AstraZeneca has one. So, you know, uh, I, hopefully, I mean, you know, like you said, at least I miss the stringent. Series of tests that you had to go through prior to Oliver North and you know that regime changing things. Uh, but you know, I do understand like the rush to things, and then I understand us as a people, black people in general, why we don't trust vaccines, hospitals, doctors, or whatever. Just we've had a hard history when it comes to that. We've mm -hmm. been experimenting on like guinea pigs without knowing it. So I am of the ilk, I'm not taking a vaccine. Uh, you know what? One thing <laughs> I, I, I was still wear my mask after this, after they say this is over. You know, uh, I, I think that we should. I think Michael Jackson was on to something. I know we all walk around like we want to be starting mm. something now, but I'm cool with it. Y'all tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley in the house. Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. Veronica Thornton said there will always be people that want to owe you when you're growing. There it is. There's some people will not accept that you're not the person that they knew you to be. And it's just how it would be. There are some people who will never accept that. Never. 
You know, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, mm -hmm. no matter what you go through, there's people that will never accept it, and, and that's cool. Yeah. You know, so, Dick Dashley, you got uh, 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 something you want to talk about? Hey, man, you know what? I'm just going to keep it real, real, real lighthearted. Well, I don't even know if it's lighthearted. Uh, <laughs> I think we talked about it before. I saw a thing where a father was studying with his son, and his, the father had the belt in his hand as the son was doing his work. And the son looked very studious with his <laughs> son. So, I guess what I'm going to say is, you know, right now, with all the social distancing going on, kids are working at home with, with the teachers the whole nine. And the stress level is higher with parents. So the question is, is it okay to spank your children? What form of punishment works best with the kids? I know when my son was growing up, I didn't really have to spank the girls that much. You know, probably pop them once or twice, you know how that is. But with my son, it was uh, almost a daily endeavor at a certain point. I thought he was being a follower and I was really upset with him. Then I found out he was the ring leader and I was kind of proud. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, mean, this is just, this I just told bad. you to be a leader, not a follower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, you make daddy proud. Teacher pulled me to the side and said, hey, uh, you know, you're, I was like, yeah, you know, he's following. I don't know what's going on. The teacher's like, no, no, your son's the ring leader. It was like this pride that came over. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just had, I had to beat him just for, uh, <laughs> just for the yeah. effects. But seriously, how do y'all feel about Corporal punishment is, is this something of the past? Have we have we transcended past that? You know, has is our butt whoopings a, a dead thing? You know, I've had him hold remote controls in his hands for ten minutes, or do a hundred push-ups, or maybe I make him go running with me, running a mile with me, something like that. Just something different to be constructive. But I also whooped his ass, and I'm still one that I believe in like. Even with little kids, when they're doing something that can really hurt themselves, you know, pop their hand. Because no, 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 no. You know, I don't want you sticking a fork in a light socket. That might be the last time you do that. So, um, you know, I guess I can spray them in the face with water like a cat. I don't know. <laughs> but what would you do? What, what, what do you I want to know what the audience thinks, and I want to know what uh, Lisa and Derek think. Is corporal punishment over? Do you think we should be trying other means? Or do you think a good mixture is good or no hitting your kids at all, Lisa? I think that depends on the kid. A mixture is definitely needed. I don't think that you should always, or ass whooping should always be the first thing that you go for. Sometimes it's deeper because you can be whooping your kids and whooping your kids, and if he or she is still doing the same behavior, then it's deeper than just an ass whooping. And you might want to go talk to this child or get some get this child some professional therapy or what have you, go through that steps because you're going to get tired of whooping their ass. I know I got tired of whooping my kids' ass. <laughs> you saying? Real talk, parent to parent, we get tired of whooping ass, especially when you got to come home every day because fucking little Tyrone, the little fucking John John and them fucking did the same shit every single day. And you coming home and you got to whoop their ass and make sure they do their chores and just, it can be stressful. So, I think maybe, I'm not saying throw it out the window, but at the same time, it shouldn't just be your first incident. And sometimes if you build that relationship with that kid, if you're able to build a relationship with the kid from the beginning where you're more ver verbal, vocal, 
then when the child gets in older ages, teenagers, then in that age where they be rebel, the rebellion years, you'll you'll have a more relationship with them and you can talk to them versus yelling, screaming, whooping ass, throwing shit, kicking them out, you know what I'm saying, stressing, I hate you, you hate me, whatever, whatever. That is my opinion. You know, Derek, before you, uh, you go in, I heard this from somebody who said, uh, raising kids is like being a juggler. And you got to know when you're juggling plastic and when you're juggling glass. And you treat your kids accordingly based on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything we, everything you said, everything y'all said is, is spot on. Be, you know, because it's a, it's a tangle. It's, it's, I feel like the ass whooping is earned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ass whooping is earned. Like, so it's a progression. You do something, you get to talk. Talk don't work. We try to find some other way of punishment. Time out, you know, you, you know your own punishment. You go in your room, no TV, no blah, blah, blah. After that, you know, you know, three strikes. <laughs> you know after that, now, now I have to whoop your ass. Because the thing is, I think it's important, you know, not to go straight to the ass whoop. Because the fact is, we don't want to whoop our kids. We don't want to. And then when, when parents say it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you, you know, that's facts. Yeah, it might hurt your ass more, because, but it hurts me. I don't want to beat you. I don't want to whoop my kids. But sometimes your kids give you no choice. And I still believe violence is a very effective uh, uh, deterrent. You know what I mean? It's an effective deterrent. You know, like, look, I don't want to whoop you, but an ass whooping is around the corner. If you keep doing what you're doing, and if you force my hand, I will whoop your ass. Don't believe that I won't. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't think that as a parent you can say, "Well, I'm not whooping my kids." No, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I will. I will use it for the last straw. I will take. I will save it for life. If I'm putting hands on you, you know you fucked up. As opposed to every little thing, I'm whop 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 whop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know that's different. It's just, it's the the problem is we can't trust. You, do you trust every parent to exercise yeah, this? Some right. parents just don't. You know. You know. Some and that's why you have a, a system now trying to treat everybody like the abusive parent. You know what I mean? Like we can't trust people to be diligent with whooping because some parents' agenda is different. Some some people whoop their kids because. They taking out things in themselves and they take the shit out on their kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got mothers that whoop their kid because they look like the daddy that, <laughs> you know what I mean, that left them. And you and they treat that kid like, you know, I'm whoop your ass because you look like your dad. They won't say that, but that's subconscious, that's what they mean. So Or they hate the kid, you ruined my life. Yeah. I didn't want you... Hey, you said that the ass whooping is around the corner. For some people, that ass whooping is across the street. <laughs> it's across. The, hey, that ass, that ass whooping is lurking, though. You know what I'm saying? It's in the kitchen looking behind the cabinet like this. The ass whooping is lurking. Hey, but what do you say to people who say... Uh, as far as it comes to us as a people, that that's a holdover from slavery. It's something that we got uh, from that. 
and it's the trauma that we suffered and we're just passing uh, trauma on to our kids. Lisa, what's your thoughts on that? I think if you take it where you beating them up, beating the kid, kid is getting ready to stick their fork in the socket and I pop your hands. No, that's not slavery, you know what I'm saying? Because especially if it's one of them badass kids and you keep, didn't I tell you don't do that? Didn't I tell you don't do that? Kids sometimes, little kids, you got to keep repeating yourself. But when you, but when they feel that sting, on them little hands, they won't do it no more. Well, because the thing is this, and it is true. It is one of those holdovers from slavery. You know, that that's a fact. But the thing is, like I said, violence is an effective deterrent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it is. Like, if, if you got slaves that wasn't going to run because they knew if they got caught, they was gonna get that whip. And some kids. So yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, to. it's fucked up. But violence is a powerful deterrent. So you know, in 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 in, in the uh, setting of slavery, and you know, you got parents who knew that their kids' lives depended on the instruction. Like they have, you have to be this way. The white man don't whoop their kids, and they but their kids mm-hmm. don't have the same perils that our kids have. You gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta say this. You gotta do this. You gotta do this, or you can die right now. So it was, it was, it was imperative for like lessons to be learned and learned right now. There was no margin for error. You, little Johnny could go out and bump his head, and, and you could say, "Oh, it's okay, Johnny," and he could bump his head. Oh, it's okay, Johnny. But one of our kids go out there and bump his head. He could be laced. He could be hanging from a tree. Mm-hmm. So the shit was serious. So I mean, again, violence is a powerful deterrent. No deterrent. Nobody, n- no parent really wants to whoop their kids. Period. Point blank. Most parents. Most parents don't want to. Sometimes your kids give you no choice. Where you like, okay, I done done everything else. I didn't. I didn't talk to you. I didn't put you on timeout. I didn't took your phone. I didn't took you. You know what I mean? I didn't done this. I didn't done that. And then you going And then you got to try me again? Oh no. Oh no! I'm about to take you take your shirt off. You know you don't get a bathroom where you take your shirt off because <laughs> you know you about to work up a sweat. Nah, you about to get this. You about to get this work. I'm sorry. I don't want to give it to you, but you about to get it. And I think and real quick, Veronica Thornton said, "Building better communication as you grow together." Yeah. So, you know, and let them know why you whooping their ass. You, I mean, that's important. Like, I, I think it's important, man, for parents to communicate. You know that whole. Because I said so shit to me is, oh, I never, you know what I'm saying? I never reserved to that. I always like to let my kids know why they were doing what they were doing. You were, why am I doing chores? I want you to do chores because you want, you, I want to teach you responsibility. I want to teach you discipline. You know, I know parents like, just do it because I said so. No, I want to explain to you why I'm doing it. I, you know, I want you to do this because I want you to learn discipline. I'm putting you in sports because I'm teaching. I want you to learn mm-hmm. this and this and this. And when you, I'm whooping your ass because you need to know that out in these streets, in this world, is not, it, it, it will eat you up. It's not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm about to show you, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. I don't want to do it, but I, you need to see why I'm whooping this ass, why I'm giving you this ass whooping. Because... I'm going to give it to you with love. The system is not going to do that. Period. Yep. What's, what's up, Yosemite Sam? And I definitely think that you need to have a balance, too. You can't just always beat your kids. 
and not hug them and tell them you right. love them. And Especially after they whoop their ass. You and don't hug greet them. their kids <laughs> and tell your kids, I do this because yeah. I love you. Don't do that. <laughs> you would confuse your yeah. kids on what love is. And that's some, some for real shit. Make you know, I tell my kids, I, I never really wanted you, but I do love you. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you give a nice hug. Give a nice hug after you didn't whoop their ass. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Didn't want to do it. Y'all tapped into the full disclosure show, man. I'm Dag Lamont Williams, the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady house. We want to send positive energy and vibes out to Dick Dashley, man. Everything that's going on, and him and his wife, you know, we, we, we you know, thoughts of positive energy headed y'all way, man. It's definitely, wild out here. Definitely. Give, give the missus my love. I definitely will do. I definitely will do. Rest in peace, Barney. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, hey, man, like I said, everybody, appreciate the love. Riley Gathorn, your Simply Sam. Everybody that tapped in with us, Miss Tanya, you know what I'm saying, Trisana Staples, man, it's all love all day. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Share the share the link, share the broadcast. You can catch the podcast on most streaming sites. And as I always say, tell the people in your life you love them, because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. It's all love all day, man. Stay royal. Peace.